This is going to be another new intro, right? Yes. Wait, did I hear this one? The following podcast may contain coarse of vulgar language that may offend some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard the Soul for Sound Part 1. Now, Part 2. You mustn't be afraid to dream a little bigger, darling. We have to go back. I'm in my element. When you have talented young men making music, it's something. But when they're all from the one family, well, it's worth hearing. And what's more, they're brothers as well. Ladies and gentlemen, what, what, welcome, welcome to the Lost Dial. Welcome to the Lost Dial. Lost dial. Lost dial. Lost dial. Lost dial. Masterfully united, D. Sterling Watson and Michael James Dupal reveal to all of Terry Fenner the Lost Dial. Welcome to the Lost Dial. Anyway, but anyhow, I went and died, went on out and bought it, cause I thought it would be jamming, but examine all the flaws, get lost, get awfully, sand and it's costly, but that's all shit, wrote, and I hope I never have to float in that boat, up shit's creek, it's sweet, it's the last quote that I wanna hear when I'm going down, when all said and done, and we got a new Joe in town, when the record player get to skipping and slowing down, all y'all can say is them niggas earn their crown, but until then, push, 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 to the back with the bush, ah, uh, Hello and welcome to the 101, the 101st episode, Lost Dial. I hope the uh, ghost of Rosa Parks doesn't sue us. Yes, please don't sue us. But we did that in her, in in her, her uh, honor, in her honor, because it's her. still Black History Month. Yes, even though she didn't like this song, but how could you not? It's it's the perfect song. It gets it, me in the in a good mood every time I hear it. Right. <clears throat> even if I was in already a good mood, it gets me in a better mood. I mean, did anybody else? 
ever write a song in honor of Rosa Parks? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure maybe somebody did. You mean a song that actually has to do with Rosa Parks? Right. In a better, I guess, light. All they're saying is just move to the back of the bus. Right. Other than that, it has nothing to do with Rosa Parks. No. Really. No. But I mean... Clever title, but it has nothing to do with... Um, it all is just a perfect... Uh, a perfect chemistry of um, of uh, just <laughs> classic song, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, it's not like it's not like it's about Rosa Parks. No, really. it isn't. It's titled then. What they have to ch- they had to change the name of it, right? The song. The actual. I think title? that's probably what she wanted uh, to change the name of the song. When did she die? Um, a few years ago. I don't remember what year, but I remember hearing about it on the radio. Um, I mean, it was, it, it's a, it's a national event where, you know, people are sad about it and, you know, but bottom line is the, this song Rosa Parks by Outcast was in no way, um, a, a bad portrayal or good no. portrayal of, of her had really, I mean, other than her name isn't even in the song itself. No. It's the title. Right. And, and the only reference yeah, that you can make is just move to the back of the bus. Right. Which is, but I mean, I don't know. Other, like That would be good to look into, I guess, if uh, anybody else wrote a song about her uh, trials and tribulations, I guess, or maybe just a, a lighthearted song about her or, or whatnot, because if not... Other than Outkast, because they do have a song where they did mention the whole um, you know, legal action against them. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what song it was, but it was a more recent song, obviously, because how could they refer to a song before this one actually came out? What's it called? Fuck this shit, Rosa Parks, it ain't right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horrible impression, but uh, no, nothing like that. Um, uh, oh, man, Just I really can't right. remember the name of the song. <laughs> Probably. It's I, called Fuck This Shit, Rosa Parks, This Ain't Right. <laughs> I really want to think it's like uh, Mighty O, but I don't think it's that song either. Mighty O? Yeah. The song they did for out a while. Nope, I don't think it's that one. I'll are look you, into it later. Are you pretty sure it's on Idlewild? Or it's from Idlewild? I don't think You're so. Not sure. I'm not sure at all. So I'll, I'll get back to you on that. Um, I think I opened one show with one of my favorite. It's it's, it's 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 moving. It's uh, the the first time I ever heard it. It brought a tear to my eye, and it's still. Almost brings a tear to my eye today. From Outcast? Yeah, let me see. I think I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I. I opened with it uh, one one day. Oh, there she is. Thirteenth floor, growing old. I'm seeing the truth. The miscontrue and the miscontrue. <laughs> oh, right, foe. yes, I remember. Yeah. Has the yin and yang and medicine and family confused. It's beautiful, actually. We want to be at a presidential level. What are we doing? Fooling ourselves. Clowning ourselves. Playing ourselves. By not being ourselves. What a poet. Yeah. They are poets. Nimrod by the time we went 40 because we can't get on meat. Why we ask no reason for the misplacement of the season? 
Look at the picture that's painted. Tainted in the mind and blinded to the point where sodomites get all the rights. Sodomites get all the rights. I feel they disrespected the whole thing. Them hooks like selling It's just, um. choke when the food they serve ain't tasting right. My stomach can't digest it even when I bless it. I'm confessing one more lesson from the south. We in the house tonight. Now who do who wants to oppose? Now who do who wants. It's just, um. It's another one. I mean, not not that they have, you know, a small handful of of just perfectly constructed pieces of art, but that's one of them. It just like it, there's not a single second and I've listened to that song so many times and you know, sometimes especially with rap songs, I think sometimes because there's so much to it, you mm-hmm. know, um sometimes there'll be maybe like a little piece that you're just like, Ugh. yeah. If only you know? didn't say that line, or right? Just, you know, or it just they could have done without that. It just that didn't, little, you know, those couple bars there. But. Yeah, sometimes it just doesn't work. But like that's one, um, of uh, Outcast. Many great. Yeah, they do have a lot of songs. The one that does it for me is a uh, Spotty Op- Spotty Oddy Dopalicious. Spotty Oddy Dopalicious. Spotty Oddy. <clears throat> Southern Playalistic Funky Cadillac. <laughs> you say I don't know. Um, yeah, because uh, that one they um, see, I think there's three people on that song. I think CeeLo is on that song too, but they're all telling stories. Um, yeah, and I I don't know, I just really like Andre 3000's story of uh being in a nightclub and uh dancing with this one girl and not realizing that some violent act has been taking place. Um, I don't know. It's just the way that he tells the story. And it had inspired me to, like, at that time, I was really writing a lot of poetry and inspired some poem that I wrote. I don't know if I even finished it, but. Uh, yeah, what was, was this? Oh, this was like a couple of years ago. Oh. I think when I first heard the song. Or actually, there are times, and it still happens, where I'll hear music um, and I'll just, like, kind of listen to it. I'm like, eh, whatever. And then I'll come back maybe, you know, maybe years later. I'm like, wow, this is a really awesome song. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm rediscovering the song. And I think that's what happened with, with that song. So, Spody Yodi, Spody Yodi, Dopalicious, Sweetheart, Angel. Angel. <laughs> There's, um, no, but I mean, they've just got so many that are like, and especially that one, 13th Floor, I've just listened, like I said, I've listened to it so many times, and there's not a single second, millisecond of that track that, to me, is not perfectly constructed. Hmm. And um, a lot of, I mean... I don't know if this is off of Aliens or what. Um, I'm trying to look for it. Right. Okay. Um, the Art of Storytelling, Part 1 and Part 2. Um, also. It's also another classic. Um, well, pretty much all classics at this point. Uh, little Sasha uh, found in the back of a school with a needle in her arm. Yeah. I mean, just like yeah, that was that's a really sad moving. Like, yeah, somebody hit me the other day for a rendezvous. Nothing against um, Big Boy, I don't really care for his story as much as I do for Dre's story because, well, Andre is so obviously above and beyond eccentric, and mm. normally, uh, normally you just get a lot more out of uh. <laughs> extremely eccentric people's storytelling yeah because you actually have to think about it you you can't just it's not just you can't take it at face value it's just you there's so much to read into maybe there isn't but for the the most part or quim and i yeah it's it's mostly his verses i like more than than big boys and again i'm not you know belittling big boy whatsoever because he's an awesome 
lyricist. Big Boy is is like of of that duo or former duo. I don't know. No, they're they're still together. They actually recently. Um, yeah. What did unofficially? They, yeah. What is this? I I looked for it too. It's called Pink Matter or the remix to Pink Matter with uh, Frank Ocean. Okay. Um, and it's it was a free download. It, it still might be uh, Pink Matter. All right. By Frank Ocean. By Frank Ocean. Okay. <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, can you get it? Because my internet's not working over here. I can, I can try. Um, I don't want to run into an issue we had last but week. But you can find it. Uh, it is available. F- it was a free download, you said? Yeah. Um, one of the websites that I like to follow is uh, called FlavorWire. Um, and they occasionally will, you know, they'll say, Hey, 10 downloads or 10 new songs you should download this week for free or whatever. And that was one of them. I didn't download it because I had already heard it by that point, And I'm like, eh, it was all right. My question, uh, how come, uh, the dungeon family has not put out another album, everybody all together. I think even in darkness is the only, am I right about this? It's the yeah, only so. album the only of one. everybody together. It is the only one. Uh, Which is um, that is a a brilliant album too, but they are they are like a collective. So at times they'll always appear on each other's music. Right. Um, so yeah, the way that this Pink Matter remix is, the original Pink Matter actually has um, uh, Andre on it, and then I think the remix is you know features with Big Boy, and then I think. Right. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll play it now. Hopefully there's no commercials, as YouTube likes to do. Yep, there is a commercial. And I'm just going to mute it right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I there has been talks and rumors of... I mean, it's been happening for the past couple of years of another Outkast album, but I think it, in, in, it feels like to me that they're getting closer to actually doing something. And uh, I'm trying to think. I think I might have heard Big Boy talk about it in, in an interview that... They're still really close. I mean, they're still best right. friends. It's not like the there time. was a falling out. Exactly. So it's it's not like we're never going to get some more music. But so yeah, this is Pink Matter by Frank Ocean, featuring Andre 3000 and Big Boy. This could possibly be the paving of the way. For That's what a... Big Boy said. He said he doesn't want this to be the Outcast comeback. He wants. Outcast oh. to come back with an album and it's like, okay, now you know we're back. So that's why it's even written that way with Andre 3000 and Big Boy versus Frank Ocean featuring Outcast. Since they replied, what is your woman? She just a container for the child. That soft pink batter. What is that screaming in the background? That chanting? Yeah, somebody sounds like more like someone marching. Yeah. Now he performed on um, the Grammys. Apparently he was out of sync, but he was singing a song I really didn't know. So I, I, I wasn't really paying attention to the to what he was singing or how he was sounding. I was more uh, excited because of his performance. He was it looked like he was running down a street. Mm-hmm. Because he was uh, in front of this uh, DJ booth thing, but it had a TV screen on it, and there's a, a screen behind him. So it made it appear that he was running the whole time he was performing, and in slow motion at that. And I thought it was really awesome. Hmm. But everyone else was saying, he's so off-key or whatever. Um, 
Meanwhile, the song he was singing was called uh, Forrest Gump, and it's a song about... Forrest Gump? Yeah. It's a, Forrest Gump. Apparently, the song's lyrics are taken from kind of Jenny's pr- perspective to Forrest. But it's really? also him talking about a past love that he had, and it's his, pretty much his coming out song of being bisexual. So, there's a whole bunch of things wrapped up in that song, apparently. Hmm. But I thought that performance was actually pretty cool with him running. It's interesting. So yeah, that's a little bit on a Frank Ocean. Nominated for a dozen or so Grammys. I don't know if he... Yeah, he won one, at least one of them. I'm not all that familiar, honestly. <clears throat> he hangs out with um, Tyler, the, Tyler, the creator, and the whole Wolfgang, or odd Wolfgang crew people. I don't really care for them, honestly. With the whole what crew? Odd Future, Wolfgang. Oh, okay, okay. Attack now, some crazy. Hey, there goes what's his face. What's that guy's name? Oh, Bob. Yeah. If you see, uh, if you happen to speak to Walter, he's got a tire that's almost completely flat out there. Oh man. He's parked right, or I parked right next to him. One of his rear tires is like riding on the rim. Oh wow. Ain't spinning. Okay, I think some rap verses should be coming up now. This is where the song could have started. <laughs> but I won't. I won't. I like that. That, um, you know, soldier shouting, chanting, and I like that. He's got such a distinct voice, too. He does. Even someone who doesn't care or even know or familiar with Andre 3000. They know that voice. He's got the accent. Yeah, what is that accent? Atlantean? They're both from Atlanta. Yeah, I know, but it's not Atlantean. <laughs> it's like, um... It's just another uh, extension of his... Uh, Eccentricities, I suppose. But there are there there are a handful of rappers out there that, as soon as they come on, you know it's done. Yeah. About M- saying the original Method song. Man. Method Man's another one. How how can you not? Uh, just his voice, I think, is very uh, distinct. Uh, distinct. Distinctive. Right. Ludacris is another one. Yeah, Ludacris is another one. DMX definitely. Because <laughs> he'll probably start growling. Oh, barking. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Chunk. Oh, in mystical, of course, because he'll be mostly shouting at you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was yeah. That's that was uh, matter remix. That's nice. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a nice mellow kind of song, but probably not one that I turn on to to get myself pumped up and ready to go. For right. The day. Yeah. It's it's not it's it's one not, to wind down or or. You know, smooge with your special lady. Yeah, it's not the it's not the song that I Happy would uh, I would day. put on to uh, 
uh, yeah, jump in the car and get pumped up. And, Pink matter. Yeah. We're slowing it down now. That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah, that's nice. But, um, yeah, all in all, uh, it'd be nice if they, uh, if they did do another album. Because technically it was... Uh... I have a feeling it's going to be big, though, like when, it, when they come back. And, and, you know, it's a perfect time because a lot of people are coming back. Justin Timberlake, uh, again, referencing the Grammys, he had an excellent performance. I'm not even a really big JT fan, but the last song that he did, I'm like, wow, I, I just get, take my money. I need to buy this song, whatever this is. Somebody told me the other day, and I've never gotten this before, that I look like him with my hair cut, shaved like this and glasses. No, like, I, don't, I still I don't, see I don't, I don't uh, think so. Aaron Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, once again, um, Black History Month, because this is probably the last. Winding down. Winding down. And in honor of Black History Month, I checked out a really great documentary. You I didn't do anything this month, I didn't do actually, any. Well, yeah. we didn't have the too many shows. Right. True. That is true. So, I did check out um, this documentary called Why We Laugh, Black Comedians on Black Comedy. Mm. Now, as... Documentaries go, usually it's, you know, sometimes hit or miss with me. And I was like, oh, that was all right, whatever. I, mm-hmm. I might not recommend it. But this one I definitely recommend. And I would recommend it even if it was outside of February. But mm-hmm. um, it went through probably like the early 30s when they had menstrual shows and started Menstrual with, cycles? Of course. <laughs> Those started, you know, in, in the 30s, 1930s. Before that, women never had menstrual cycles. Mm-hmm. No PMS ever existed. Do you but, know um, if uh, we blew up the moon, that's what would happen? Women would no longer be. They would no longer have their periods. Eventually, it would take a maybe a couple of years, but women would uh, evolve into um, men, basically, and that would put a cap on uh, procreation oh. if we blew up the moon. Well, please let's not blow up the moon. Let's keep the moon where it is because I like women. Um, also, the oceans would be drastically affected. Oh yeah, that too. I'm, I forgot about that because that's not important at all. <laughs> I don't like the water. Um, but yeah, why we laugh at you know gave a really great historical uh, outlook on like when black comics really started to emerge and started from minstrel shows, which a lot of people kind of poo poo, but they have well, to, what, what is this menstrual shows? Minstrel, not menstrual. Oh, min- oh yeah. Okay. That's usually when like, like what, okay, when yeah. the white guys would dress up in blackface, Yeah, okay. but there was actually, um, it just sounded like you're saying menstrual, 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 yeah. Minstrel. Minstrel. Like, a yeah. Minstrel show. And when I first heard the word menstrual, I was thinking it was a pastry. So yeah, that's great. Um, minestrone. Minestrone. Yeah. Is that a pastry? It's a soup. Oh, well, close. So <laughs> yeah, blackface is when white people would put, you know, black makeup on their face to. And how come black, black people, people never did white face? Because, as ridiculous as that was. Oh, some have. I mean, that's what white chicks was with uh, the Wayne's brothers. Oh, I've, all right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it has been done. It has been done. Yes. Um, but it started back then and there was like at least one performer who did it and people were like, oh, why are you doing this? But he actually broke down doors. What about, what about Tracy Jordan? One of his movies was uh, oh, yeah, he did White Cop. Uh, white Cop, Black Cop. Yeah. Uh, he actually did the Thomas Jefferson movie and he played <laughs> pretty much all the characters, which most of them were white. Um, I moved up to Dick Gregory, who was one of the first uh, comics that actually was on TV um, way before his time. So he never even heard of him. Um, Then after that, he was a black man. Yeah. Uh, I believe Red Fox followed and he pretty much told it the way it was like for black people at that time. And the thing that I never realized with all these um, early black comedians is they were also a social commentary, what was going on in the real world, right. uh, like the whole civil rights or just 
you know, what white people didn't realize was happening with black people and, you know, the different in cultures. And it's funny that white people still don't know. Right. They're, they're still a little aloof to what's going on. Yeah, uh, of aloof, course, aloof is a nice way of putting it. Yes, it is. Um, they also talked about Bill Cosby. And, and by the way, the, a lot of the comics that they talked about, as long as they were That's alive. That's the best elevator music I ever heard. <laughs> if they were alive, then they were talking to them. The only people that they didn't talk to, which felt a little bad about, was um, uh, Eddie Murphy. Because they did talk about they He died? About no, he's still alive. But oh. that's what I said. They talked to a lot of the oh, you black mean, comedians oh, that you, are alive. Oh, oh, you mean his, uh, his uh, career right. is dead. Yes. Well, actually, yeah. I would kind of I, I say that. Yeah. So they, um, they went chronologically. They went from uh, the guy. I already forgot his name. I feel bad already. Gregory uh, Dixon? No, the guy before him. The one who was doing the, the minstrel shows. Oh, Dick Gregory. And, not him. There was one before him. And then, then Dick Gregory. And then they <laughs> went to Red Fox. They talked to or talked about um, Flip Wilson. I might be jumping ahead, but uh, Bill How about Cosby Dizzy Gillespie? To. No. Wow. Um, oh, wrong. Uh, <laughs> probably. Richard Pryor. They definitely talked about him because he was a big highlight. Yeah. Uh, Richard Pryor. Um, I got to say I like his movies better than... His stand-up. I just never found him that funny. I mean, I and I think maybe he's one of the... <laughs> all right there is when it comes all right let's just let's just stick with comedy okay there are that minute few uh who um i guess don't transcend um what different ethnicities different cultures even different religions yada 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 find funny i think richard pryor is one of them who I think only black people really got him mm. and were able to laugh at him. I just, I don't know. I mean, I get, I'm sure there's a lot of white people out there that are fans of him. Not that I'm not a fan because like, what was that movie he was in um, where he was the, he was the kid, the toy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great movie. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, just like, I'm, um, you know, there's, there's some white comedians out there that I think black people would never ever laugh at just because they don't, they don't get that, that kind of, they don't get it. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I just had just how, I guess I have a hard time explaining it. I think Richard Pryor is one of them that I, like I said, or like I was going to say, I'm sure he's got a lot of white fans out there, but me personally, I would say he's one that <laughs> white people just don't get. Well, it's interesting that you say that because <laughs> they, in the documentary, they were saying that white people were listening to him, and they—that's how they—they uh, they were safe. They were able to safely travel down, uh, like in the hood or of you know black communities or neighborhoods, safely by listening to his his albums. I think it was either him or Red Fox. One of the—I'm pretty sure it was it was Richard Pryor in the car. Yeah, no, <laughs> almost technically they, but they could uh, they could listen to him in the safety of their own home. Honey, just roll down the windows so all the black people can hear that we're listening to Richard Pryor's tapes. In a sense, yeah, that that could probably work out too, and <laughs> might be a little safer than trying to, you know, pose and play some hip hop music or funk at that time because it was like about the seventies. Um, but then they moved on. Let's see, they went to the eighties. Uh, I'm trying to remember who they were talking about. They, uh, oh man, I forgot his name again. His first name is Robin, but he came out with the movie Baby's Kids, and he died early. I oh, think of like Baby's Kids, yeah. 
I, uh, his last name escapes me right now. Baby's kids. Um, that's another one I want to. I want to. I gotta. I gotta rewatch Baby. Yeah, it's kids. been a long time since I saw that. Uh, they talked about uh, In Living Color and the Wayne's Brothers. Um, they also talked about uh, Deaf Comedy Jam and how you know you. That was basically a who's who, or if you had to, you know, play that at, at some point because at, there was a point where there were no black comedy clubs, so everyone had a. There was all white comedy clubs. Right. And unless you were somebody who was well known, you couldn't get into, you know, those other clubs. Oh, Eddie Murphy was in the eighties because they were talking about him. That was his, yeah. That was his, um, his boom. Yeah, it his was boom definitely, days. Definitely really, really big back then. Um, and that's really how I think he can make Rock a comeback. Rock your couch. If he if he comes back to doing stand up, I feel that he would make a legit comeback. But. I remember another past interview. He said he's just not interested in doing all that work to do it. I'm like, well, fine. Whatever. All that work. Well, because you have to, you know, any new material you have, you got to go to the smaller comedy clubs before you can call up HBO. Like, hey, I got another special or whatever. You got to work out the material before oh, you can. Oh, oh, how labor intensive. <laughs> he makes it sound like he's rebuilding the pyramids or something. For God's Yeah, it, it is pretty. I mean, I, I don't really have sympathy because there's a lot of other comics out there that are like, yeah. they love it. They, you know, um, DL Hughley is one of them because eventually they, they went up to the Kings of comedy. Did DL Hughley get sick of CNN and was like, I got to get I back. Know. I got to get back to my roots. I can't you keep can't. hanging around with these aloof <laughs> white people. You can't seem to hold a show anywhere. Even BET, I think gave him a show and he wasn't, yeah. he didn't stay on there very long. So I don't know. Maybe like, he just gets bored. Like, right? I just can't click with Wolf Blitzer. There are there are I mean, there's comics out there that just love to be on the road. Yeah. Um, and then I think they ended with um, uh, the Chappelle show and talking about why he left and the saying that you know it's not about money; it's just about values and how he you know views people. So right. I mean, it was a really in depth um, movie, and I really enjoyed it. I would watch it a second time just to pick up anything I might have missed. And I laughed like <laughs> so many times. I mean, some of it was like jokes I've heard before, but just hearing them again in, in the context that it was put in, it was, it was brilliant. Now, did I tell you I saw Dave Chappelle? Um, it was a small venue out on Long Island. It's in Jericho, New York. And it was right after, um, right after the, um, the Rick James and, uh, Lil Wayne. I think I remember you telling me about that. Bits got big and like, Oh, Lil John. Yeah. Oh yeah. Lil, Lil John. Yeah. Lil John. Yeah, Lil, what did I say? You said Lil Wayne. Who's Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne. Lil Wade. Lil Wade. Yeah. Lil John. That's what I meant. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. When that skit and the Rick James skit, um, were phenomenons. Yeah. I think um, you were telling me about that. How everyone kept like, yeah, people were like shouting to... those, you know, what? And you know, I'm Rick James, bitch. Unity and all that crap. <laughs> and he, um, at first, you know, he just kind of brushed it off. And but you could, you could see it. And I mean, it was that's how small of a venue it was that I could see it mm. as begin to like halfway through. He just like his whole, the whole just mood of the show changed because yeah. he was just getting so aggravated. And I just, can only imagine that's not what he was there for. He was not there to do those things. He had material that material he's if, probably if, trying to work out if so it wasn't can... if it wasn't brand new it had nothing to do with Chappelle's show right he wanted he wanted that to be you know yeah, something two polar new, something extremes so, yeah. you know 
you got the you got the Chappelle show, which is monitored, you know, and um you know, all the money's put up for by the Comedy Central fat cats or mm. whoever owns you know. Yeah, that's probably And then correct. you got his own show, you know, that he's doing and that's his thing. Uncensored. Mm-hmm. Whatever, you Whether know, unscripted or not, just I don't know. him without you know his writers or sketches, just mm. him doing his thing. Him doing his thing. So they pretty much kind of ended on that note with Chappelle's show, and this this uh, documentary came out in I think two thousand eight. So it's like five years ago. What's the name of this? Uh, Why we laugh: colon black comedians on black comedy. It's on Netflix, so feel free to check it out. Um, and I say that it came out five years ago because right now, and I guess if they were to keep going, like who was the biggest black comedian at you know that present time, a lot of people would probably say right now it's Kevin's heart. It's Kevin Hart. Currently, yeah. Currently, yeah, because he is. Um, each special that he came out with seemed to be a little bit bigger than the one before it, and in fact, his last one that was actually you know taped um, was actually in theaters, and I think it did fairly well. And then after that, he went right back on tour and did another one, which I was very close to seeing. I didn't get to see it, so I'm a little sad about it. And right now, he, he's also doing uh, a dozen movies where he's always had bit parts, but now he's more into the starring role. Mm-hmm. And he also has a TV show on BT called Real oh, that's Husbands right, of yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. So. You, you know who else I like? Um, but I, I, you know, I don't think he's that big, really. I mean, um, it'd be nice... Well, no, I don't wish I don't wish a explosion in in anybody's because it, it takes the right type of people to stay grounded. You know, mm-hmm. when when there's a boom in some people's um, careers, they they can't handle it. They can't hold on to their roots. They just automatically become mainstream, whether they like it or not. They just have no control over it. But the guy that I um, saw a couple of his shows on TV and. I thought he was hilarious. Uh, his impressions were amazing, and I'm trying to think of his name, but he was a writer for Thirty Rock. He's a black kid. Oh, Donald Glover. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what yeah, his, his status is. His is, is kind of weird. I, That's in what my I opinion. like about it. It's weird. It's different. I'll put it that way. It's different. But like his impressions of uh, yeah, he's he's very very talented because he's you know a writer. He's a writer. He's a comedian. He's an actor, um, and his. Character on, th- on community is nothing like his stand up at all. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's a um, character. And he also, I guess, did some guest spots on the HBO show Girls. He plays one of the girls' yeah. uh, boyfriend. Um, I don't watch the show, but I, I heard that he was on it. I've heard a lot of things about and that. And he's a rapper. Uh, is Child- he? Childish Gambino is, is his rapper name. Childish Gambino? He got, ah. the, he got the name from a Wu Tang name generator. So, And I had did it from my own. I forgot what my name was. I have to do it again, <laughs> but um, but yeah, he's very talented, and his music isn't that bad either. Um, I listened to it a couple times, and uh, childish Gambino. Huh? Yeah, and at times I felt like I could could kind of relate because he's one of those guys who's not really he's like a dork. Yeah, he's a dork basically, <laughs> uh, and you know, being a black guy, but maybe growing up around white people, you expect to act a certain way, and, and you don't, and. Not that I've ever tried to fit into that stereotype. I haven't. So mm. I was like, yep, just accept me for how I am, whatever this weirdness is. Mm. Um, but yeah, he it's, it's very talented. So he's, yeah, I, I don't know what's up next for him. Oh, yeah, he also did a movie. I never seen it. Are we talking about Kevin Hart or are we, ta- are we still talking oh, about 
Daniel Glover. Donald Glover. <laughs> Uh, but Kevin Hart, yes, he's Glover, also very talented. Glover, Glover, Glover. To I'm too old for right this now. shit. I'm who, who, that's Danny Glover. That's Danny Glover. I'm too old for this shit. He was no way. Oh, in in the documentary, there was other comics. They didn't show up until like in the credits. I'm like, wow, they really must have had nothing to uh, say or no useful input because they talked to um. Oh my god. Or they just got edited out completely. It could have been. Maybe they had so much material they couldn't use it, but. The fact that they were in the, the the last credits, like Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel, yeah, he had a, a a line at the very end in the credits, like, "Oh, I didn't know he was in this little little piece here." A uh, co- couple other comedians that I haven't seen since like Wait, the late nineties. The fat one from Saturday Night Live. That's Keenan. All right. Well, all right. So what happened to Kel? He's still around. Yeah, he's still around. I, I think he's also just doing stand up. Okay. And I would. I would just love it if one day he just made a, a surprise appearance on SNL just to, to show up and they redid. Maybe uh, maybe, he's, maybe he's totally against SNL. I don't know. I don't know why he would be. I mean, Fooey. all that was basically SNL for kids. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see why he would be against it. He didn't kill. When was that? That was the, that was the 90s. 90s back, yeah. back, in the, <laughs> back in the 90s. There he goes. The you have 90s. a flat tire. Oh, yeah, maybe... It's not completely flat. It's just low. Yeah, you think maybe that's what that girl's dragging him out to do? Maybe. Come look at how flat your tire is. Could be. (laughs) That could possibly well be the the reason. Um, So Black History Month coming to a close. Check that out before Black History Month is over. So, because I told you and I recommend it. That that'll be my my movie bit for this this week. Because tomorrow's the Oscars, so I'll be, as you know, live tweeting that and. Hopefully my predictions will. And I have your predictions written down, so I'll see how, how you fare as well. All right. Um, this coming today is, yes. Uh, this coming Tuesday? Is it this coming Tuesday that um, the, the Master comes out on DVD? Am I right? Probably. Or, or I mean, a lot of the... A lot of movies are coming out. Yeah, a lot of, Argo, a lot of the did Oscar Argo, ones. Did Argo come out already, or is that coming out this Tuesday? I saw May a commercial. Have. That's one of the things that I used to keep track of, but I no longer because the reason why is a lot of DVDs now they'll they'll come out you know for sale or whatever, but uh, some of them was like only on Blu-ray and then DVD will come out a week later. I don't know why is this because they're really trying to push the Blu-ray thing. They'll also only put some of them on on demand like earlier before everybody else. Sometimes Netflix won't get it until a month later. Sometimes Redbox will won't get it till a month after that. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of crazy, so I'm I'm like I don't care anymore. I'll just I'll just continue. We don't care anymore. Wow, I was um oh oh fooey. I was thinking um about seeing what you thought about uh me playing um a song and going into a quick break, even though we're doing an hour show. Okay, and it's so unorthodox that we'll just discuss it as if we're <laughs> having a meeting about it. Okay. Um, I have um I have a lot of um compounded snot in my left nostril that I would like to go take care of. I understand. And I don't want to sit here and like pull it out cuz I guarantee <laughs> it would come out like a long Before like, you got here I was suffering gack. so many crazy allergies that it was it was unbearable. I was like, "Oh man, I'm going to be sniffing throughout this whole show." But, oh, and by the way, um since episode 100 um and I made sure that I texted sterling and told him about it um i was uh, delivering pizzas and i was just 
sitting here trying to remember the time. Harlem Shake. Oh. Um, I swear to God, I had it on loop just driving around town. <laughs> you really did have it on loop. Yeah, I didn't on the way home like I said I was going to, but I waited till the following day, um, and that's all I was playing. I was blasting it, too. I was, like, pulling up into people's yards and, like, not turning it down so that they could so purposely they- hear it as I walked up to their door and uh, gave them their food. And you know what? There was a uh, – okay, I'll wait till you because you need to go – Cleanse your nose. Uh, yeah. Okay, Probably let's, write it down so let's do this. It's a good little band. It's called Spoon. Everybody should check out Spoon. So, uh, uh, anyway. Okay. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be right back. Episode one hundred and one. Lost dial. to 101 i've relieved my left said, nostril i was about to ask if your nose was clear <clears throat> this doesn't sound <laughs> acting it's uh <laughs> acting <laughs> unity <laughs> yeah i feel like watching it i want to go home yeah charlie murphy yeah charlie murphy I'm giving you money. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> your couch. <clears throat> uh, oh, man, you know, it's been a while since we've done a uncensored episode. And I yeah, I know. I haven't been, been able been to repressed, say fuck. You know, every now and again, I just want to go fuck. You know, you getting out of your system. Like in episode 100, there's so many times I just wanted to be like fucking hooray. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's one of one. It's like, you know, it's. Still kind of yeah. We're still still celebrating the uh, the victory. Still in the glow. The fucking victory. So yeah, I wanted to touch back in this Harlem Shake thing. I heard on the radio that a kid wanted to um, high school. He wanted to throw a, do a Harlem Shake video basically. Yeah. And um, yeah, I guess he passed around a note to or, or maybe probably a text message. Probably the little Asian kids who originally did it swooped down from the sky and. <laughs> st- Said no, and, and one of their him. their kind of um you know transformer droid things yeah. thingy that you know it's big <laughs> over there, um but no he pretty Gosh. much started a flash mob and then he had to um was going to start a flash mob but the school administration found out about it, got him arrested and suspended from school for doing it, or or at least planning it, and uh, it that sucks that was pretty that's pretty bad I mean he he decided to 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 call it off but still just the fact where that was he, this do you know. I don't remember. I have to do some research. I heard about it on the radio on the way to work, so I'm I'm not really in, in the the state of mind to take notes to or write stuff down. Yeah. But um, hmm. yeah, I heard about that. I'm like, oh wow, that's too bad. I mean, I mean, everybody's by now. Hope okay. I know everybody hasn't heard of it, but it's becoming fairly popular. That, I've talked know, to some people who have bypassed it. They're just I mean, um. They don't care or just um. They're just. I guess they're sick and tired of all the silliness. And I'm like, how, you know, in, in today's day and age, when all we need is a little laughter. Yeah, a little harmless fun. I mean, I this mean, isn't hurting anybody at all. No, I mean, put on your leotard and, and, and grope someone's face and <laughs> I mean, it's get com- into a sleeping bag and, and, <laughs> and just and, wiggle about. 
I mean, no, I mean, no, I, I understand because there is a lot of just retarded shit on floating around out there, there in video form. Um, and the thing I, I told you about this last time, the thing I like about it is just, it's so short. So it's, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm wasting my life. It's short and it's, it's, it's got a boom factor. Mm-hmm. The boom factor is when you hear the, when the bass drops, yeah, yeah, the bass <laughs> drops. And then all of a sudden, everybody who was, uh, not partaking in the first few set in the first few seconds of, a. Uh, in my mm. mind, when I hear songs that I really love and there's just that moment in the song, that's what's happening in my mm-hmm. mind. I'm going crazy. I'm wiggling about in a sleeping bag or got some crazy, you know, uh, Asian Nixon mask on. So it's everything. Is, Asian it's, Nixon. That's what it was. It was, <laughs> it was when, when Richard Nixon went to China and, came and, back. and became Chinafied. Um, I feel it's so racist. Uh, I was reason. thinking, um, I was thinking of you on, on this guy. Oh, you thought of me. Have you ever heard of Jack Pen Penate? I don't think so. Should I have? No, but for some reason it just, uh, this one particular song that I heard by him reminds me of, um, I don't know, it might be something that you'd like. I don't know why. I don't know if it reminds me of something else that you were fond of or... So it's a song? Should, it's, I, should I play yeah, it? Just, 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 just. This is um, Jack Penate, P-E-N with the little... little uh, eight. <laughs> pen eight. Pen eight and the N has the little um the little Tilda? Wait, no, is that a tilde? The little swirl on top. Yeah, little squiggly screw. Squiggly like squeak. Alright. It's called uh Pull My Heart Away. Okay. Pull? Mm. Not pull. I don't know who it reminds me of, but it's got a Airy feel to it. Um, Have you heard this song? No, I haven't. Feeling like Arcade Fire meets Fun. I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying my very first impression. What about? mm, But it feels California. Arcade. It feels California. Uh, I think he's from. The Pacific Northwest, yeah, one, one of them, right. one of them cities that that, that has feels right. banned feels... trash bags or <laughs> plastic bags or whatever. Well, so that that feels right. I'm so not used to the sweatshirt. Jack Pinate. Uh yeah, that's a pretty good. Uh, I guess that's a that's a Pinate. Uh, so the E has a uh... the N P E N A T E, and the N has one of the little tacos over the top of it. Oh, because you're saying pinate as if there's like um, pinate, uh, pinate. The N has the. Um, it's an enye. Enye. I'm remembering Pin, my Spanish pin, a little bit. Pinate, pinate. Oh, I'm just saying that's what pinate. the letter is, but anyway, whatever. Who cares? Oh, I'll, uh, I'll look into it later. Jack. That's that's how I would think that you'd pronounce it, pinate. And that, that happens with me a lot where I'll think I'll know how yeah, to say somebody's you don't name even, and then you I'll You can't come even back. pronounce your own last name, so... Watson? Watson? Watson. Watson. Um, that's a, that was a pretty good description, though. Arcade Fire meets Fun. Have you heard that? Know, there's, a, there's a new song by Fun that I've heard on the... It's a little... It's kind of got like that... That little, like... Um, kind of a... Um, Irish, like... Um, 
life lessons from Ireland or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, uh, are they from Ireland? No, they are from, I don't know. <laughs> ready to tell you where they're from, but I don't know. Their music know. is uh, far from fun, though. It's all very kind of depressing. <laughs> I I can I I will attest to that. Yes, most and uh, chunks of it. It is. I like I like that. Um, what do you call that? Duality. Uh, yeah. Um. Except like there's like certain songs that really kind of to me you know fun. Although when I first heard it, it was like, I thought it was a very fun album because of the uh, roller coaster of, of feelings I was going through listening to it. But like the last song I think is Stars. I really like that one. But I'm looking for the song that you're talking about, which I think May it's... May Your Feet Last... Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. It's like, it's like one of them... Um, I don't know. Definitely like a... Um, I think m- it, May the Wind Be At Your Back, and but in an Irish magic chord? style. Magic chord? Oh. I thought you were saying something. I think they also performed it on the... Uh, on the... Uh, whoops. Grammys. I think they did this one. Is that one? Sound familiar to you? I think this is it. Is this the chorus? Oh, wait, yeah, this is this is what they did on the Grammys because it was raining. Yeah, this is it, yeah. May the wind be at your back. <laughs> Don't piss into the wind. I see what you mean now, yeah. You know yes. what I mean? It's, like, it's like an Irish drinking song yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, it's a... It's a, you know, put your arm over your neighbor at the bar and swing your mugs and yeah, get, it's, get it's, pissed it's and def- punch one another. It def- definitely has that vibe to it. Sure does. It, it, I, com- I completely agree with you on that one. Um, it's got that, uh, it's got that, you know, that sadness of, um... After we leave here, we'll be depressed. Yeah, mm. but um, it is fun, too, at the same time, I guess. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. I get it fun. <laughs> Wait, so they've... Uh, what were you saying about Grammys? They performed the song at the Grammys. Oh, they performed this particular song. Yeah, and I was I was paying attention, but not really enough to notice that, like, oh my God, it's starting... It's, it's raining on them right now on stage. And I thought that was a nice little touch to it because it felt so appropriate. Mm-hmm. And now it even adds to your um, your thoughts on it, saying it was kind of sad and the fact that it's raining on them now mm. in this video, or not the video, on their performance. I think kind of added a little bit to it now. It's like one of those Irish Bon Voyage songs. Like, you know, like I just said, uh, travel well, let the wind reach your back, <laughs> da 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 you know, right. don't stumble along the way, you know. And um, speaking of, uh, I guess, uh, as we we're trying to say pronounce pronunciations of things, there was a correction. I haven't been corrected yet, but I'm correcting myself. And now I'm trying to remember what it was. Mm. Uh, oh, Matthew Broderick. I actually did go back, and there was an incident that happened yeah. way back in the time where he... Ran over some kids. <laughs> See, it's just the way that you put it. He got into a car accident with a woman and, I believe, her daughter. Mm, but, so the kid was involved. But the daughter was like 23, I think. Oh. So they weren't like kids. But he. But ran... there was an accident, and he killed them. Oh, they died. They died. And he was also uh, severely injured, but he lived. Wasn't he under the influence or that something made it his fault, but really like, uh, I think he was driving on the wrong side of the road <laughs> and then he hit them. They died. He went to the hospital with like a broken rib or something and he was unconscious for a while. I bet he looked at both of them and said, I'll see you in hell and drove <laughs> into the opposite, the, opposite oncoming traffic. I think it was the husband Jesus. and, 
and father, or um, it might have been the son and and brother. I, it was it was one guy, but he was really upset about it, and he finally forgave him. Well, and I'd be upset too. I think in 2003 Matt. you said that they wanted to talk it out, or and but the meeting never happened to this day. So. Ferris Bueller or no Ferris Bueller, I'd uh, I'd be pretty upset too. Yeah, I would be too. What the hell were they doing in his car? They weren't in his car. His car ran into into theirs. Oh, I thought they were traveling. With no, him. they weren't. The way you were together. describing. Oh, okay. No, no. Like so, what are these? Uh, this, you know, wife and daughter of some guy. What are they doing driving around with Matthew Broderick? <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you be driving around with Matthew Broderick? <laughs> okay, so never mind about I'll see you in hell because they were not in the car with no. him. <laughs> and he couldn't say that through he, the glass. He, he, well, he had like at least a couple like nurse, nursery school kids in the back seat, right? He had something I think one involved. of his co-stars with him. Oh. Who they were dating but secretly, secretively dating. Something, really I, it's got a something it's all on Wikipedia. involves him plowing into a playground and that running down no many, idea. many children. I continue to read. It had nothing about him um, abusing children. As Mbao Bao played. <laughs> Mbao Bao. Wow. Yeah, that has nothing to do with... Uh, no. Um, Can I see the magic cord? Yeah. And in related children news, um, I read about this last night, and I'm like, wow, I've got to share this because this is just too adorable. Well, it's also going back again to last week. You're talking about Massachusetts and their issues that they have. Oh, yeah, they're, um, they're fascist ways. So in Brockton, Massachusetts, and I'm reading this straight from the Associated Press, uh, police in Massachusetts say a 10-year-old boy called 911 because he didn't want to go to bed. Brockton police <laughs> say the boy made the emergency call just after 8 p.m. Wednesday and told the dispatcher he was calling to report his mother because he did not want to go to bed. There was no emergency. The Enterprise reports that, according to the police log, an officer went to the boy's home and explained to him when it's appropriate and when it's not to call 911. No one was charged. I'm surprised they didn't throw him in jail for a year. I know. But I thought I was like, oh, this is a kind of adorable sort of little story here. Yeah. Um, it's adorable. Could you turn me up a tad? Yeah. This is just in tribute to, uh, <laughs> to Matthew Broderick. Yeah, Matthew Broderick running down. See, now I have a sad story. Well, I don't know if it's sad, sad. It is a sad make, story. Make it fun by having this song playing in the oh, background. Man, I can try. I mean, um, I was actually tweeted this this morning, the story. Or actually, no, it was last night from my uh, friend who's in Cal... Uh, is is she in California? She's in either in California or Arizona. But shout out to uh, one, of the, one of those godless western states. Yeah, we know. <laughs> My friend uh, Jaden, she sent me this um, link. Me and a, a dozen other people on Twitter. Man's body lays undiscovered in home for four years after suicide. Oh, my God. And it's only discovered by the realtor who came to repossess the house. Four years later? The story? Yeah. All right. Lay it on me. A man's body has been found in the home after it was it lay undiscovered there for four years after following a suicide. It must have been completely decomposed. Oh, it, it get, <laughs> David Carter, whose neighbors said was well-liked, told friends he was moving from his home. He in was well-liked four years ago, the last time we <laughs> said hi to him. <laughs> uh, told friends he was moving from his home in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, to, to New Mexico in 2007. A real estate worker who went into his suburban home to repossess it last week after bank officials finally realized he hadn't paid the bill for four years oh my and found God. his remains. How he, did they let that go unnoticed, uh, especially a bank? Especially when you get calls like every day, maybe three times a day. Jesus. Um, he is believed to have shot himself with a handgun. Uh, the employee of the Milwaukee County Treasury Office who entered his home in the West uh, Alice neighborhood in order to start the repossession process found Mr. Carter's nearly skeletized wow. remains on a stairway. A shotgun, Nearly. A shotgun in his, in his head. Oh, a gunshot in his head and a handgun on his chest. 
No bill or income tax has been paid by Mr. Carter since late 2007, so that is the approximate date of death that officials have given him. But there's no way to be exact. He had no nobody? I mean, he was well-liked, but no friends dropped by, no family was... I know, and we're, we're trying to figure it out, too. How could it go so, this far, said local government worker Michael... Wow, I'm not even going to say his last name. It's one of those things where it fails or falls between the cracks, I guess. He told the Milwaukee, Wisconsin Journal Sentinel. Through Mr. Carter, though Mr. Carter did not uh, maintain the house, the city took it upon themselves to shovel and mow his lawn through the years and then changed him, cha- charged his, him for those services. His bill is now $37,000 for the years of maintenance. Mr. Carter, whose 45th birthday would have been January 23rd of this year, lived and studied in Milwaukee, and the school records show that uh, him in, attending the local high school and earning a college degree in, of University of Wisconsin-Madison. Um, um, oh, as an only child raised by a single mother, Mr. Carter had f- few close relatives after his mother died following a battle with cancer in 1997. Wow. Mr. Carter's cousin, Kevin O'Neill, said that he became emotionally withdrawn and began drinking heavily after his mother's death. So, that was much longer. Oh, there's only two paragraphs left. In spite of his grief, he moved on to, uh, uh, let me just breeze through. That's the house right there. Yeah. Uh, Since the body was found, more more details are being discovered as people try to understand how he could have been dead in his house for four years without anybody noticing. And how a bank would let something like that fall through the cracks. Yes, obviously, a lot of houses are foreclosed on on a yearly basis. On a daily basis, mm-hmm. I mean, but come on, dude. I mean, I can't, I can't get away with overdrawing for a day without them slapping a thirty dollar fee on me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. four years. That's that's insane. Four years. What's that? <laughs> what, that's from a movie. Four more it? years. Four more years. <laughs> so with that said, I also, and there's a little bit more to that article. I can post it on Facebook. Wow, those who want to finish reading nuts. it. Um, the thing I heard last night on the news is there's another social networking site out there. Um, oh. Actually, it's not a site or not a social networking site, but it's called Social Dead. So you can type in socialdead.com and you'll, you'll get zombies? there. zombies? Sort of. You can kind of be a zombie on the internet. So basically after you die... Mm. All your social presences, you can you can pretty much schedule tweets or Facebook updates after you die. Are you kidding me? I am not kidding you. This is a real website. You can sign up now for free. So I guess after some time you die, you can you know alert <laughs> you can alert people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what I'm cracking up right now is Mike is doing the um, radio equivalent of a facepalm, and he's basically slamming his head into the microphone. Um, <clears throat> So basically, you can schedule like a series of updates and tweets after you die. So I've completely found this hilarious, morbidly uh, uh, hilarious. And I mean, I joked it with my mom and she didn't find it as funny. What's the name of it again? It's called Social Social Dead. Social Dead. Um, Let me just type it in now because I think the link actually changes to some other uh, uh, what it actually really is if you go go to it. Uh, Social Dead. Waiting for it to load. Nope, I was wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> now I gotta look it up. Cause I, I went to it last night to kind of look at it. And I'm like, wow, this is this is crazy. I think I might have to do this. And I and I told somebody, he's like, you know, I think people might actually, you know, have to look into doing this when they get older. 
Oh, dead social. I'm sorry. Yeah, I had it backwards. Oh, that sounds better. Yeah, yeah, dead social. Dead social. Yeah. So it's dead poet society. D a d s o c i dot a l. Dead social. So basically, after you die, you can, after you set this your thing up or whatever, you can have uh, send messages directly to your face, your private Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn account. Send out a final message and or a series of scheduled messages. Release unseen video and audio messages. Ooh. Dead Social is totally free and will remain free to use. So, I like their little their little logo. It's a little angel oh, guy. <laughs> little angel guy. But yeah, with everybody being on you know all these social networks. Is that what you look like before you die? You look like a, a, a Scottish... Uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess <laughs> wearing knickers. They these apparently he had one. I mean, and people Back that old are, are they on doing social networking? I mean, when you they're slowly progressing. You know, they're getting around to it. This is like the last thing that they do. They you're going to die of natural now. causes, so I got to get all my um, all my unseen secret <laughs> tweets and Facebook posts. So yeah, and, if you're 96 and you're starting a, a Twitter or Facebook account, and you probably want to start one of these accounts as well. So. The, just the example is funny. Just you know, he's. He's wearing, you know. But I posted a tweet after death. Knickers. And I'm, I mean, I, I wish that that's a, a hashtag that will start. Uh, tweets after death. Um, so <laughs> I said, yep, I'm still dead. Hashtag tweets after death. So. <laughs> tweets after death. So, yeah, definitely if you are someone that's online all the time, then you're probably going to want to get that. Is, is, is Google Plus a bust? It feels that way. I don't know anybody who's on it or uses it regularly. Um, and... The way that I see people interacting with it, they're not even really interacting with it. Like they'll have a a, a Yahoo account and they'll post a video and it'll show up in Google Plus. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go Google Plus to see it. I'm still on YouTube, so um, and anything else that's related to Google. And this is in a sense because we don't have commercials or real commercials in this particular podcast. But mm-hmm. this is a good segue into um uh, one of the most recent episodes. I think it's episode nine of Catnaps and Cognac. Mm-hmm. They talk about all the the things that Google. Ariel and Didi talk about all the things that Google have kind of infiltrated mm-hmm. and how they're taking over the world and how they're pretty much probably possibly the Antichrist, I think. <laughs> I think that's what they were saying. Quite possibly. Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, because they got Google Earth, Google Maps, um, G, um, Google Plus. I was going to say Gmail. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. their email system, which I think is just fine. And I'm kind of okay. I know someone's going to take over. Um, or monopolize the whole game, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. It's all right. I don't really care. <laughs> if I get a paycheck out of it, I don't care. So I'm not saying that I do now, but if I did, I'm mm. totally on board. And Mark Zuckerberg isn't the Antichrist? No, I don't think so. I think he's too geeky. <laughs> I find him to be quite sinister, actually. <laughs> he's uh... As he's been shown with a little cat, just kind of... I mean, I I would I would say most most of the people throughout history that have risen to uh, become antichrist, risen to antichrist stature, Mm -hmm. haven't been you know like um, Hulk Hogan's or um, Arnold Schwarzenegger types. I mean, they've all been kind of like meek, um, kind of. Was that was something you were imagining to happen that they would be? No, but like, you know, like look at Napoleon, mm-hmm. you know, people have a Napoleon complex because of, you know, being short or whatever. Napoleon was a little runt. Uh, Hitler had missing testicles and um, he was, he was kind of a little, a little wussy queer and, <laughs> and um, 
who else? Um, Ahmadinejad, oh. Osama bin Laden. Good he, job pronouncing the name, right? Ahmadinejad. Ahmadinejad. <laughs> but his name is longer than that, right? But, but uh, what I'm trying to get at yeah. is that, um, yeah, most um, most people that have that have made it to Antichrist um, stature in uh, throughout history have been kind of dorky. Yeah, I've even heard rumors saying that uh, they even think Obama might be. Oh, the Antichrist? Yeah. Who says that? Mitch McConnell and um, Boner? <laughs> People. I don't know. N- nothing, nothing that can be like traced back to actual facts. <laughs> Other than, you know, people like uh, your friend uh, Rush. I heard that Obama was born of a virgin mother. and Oh, I believe it. On totally. the 25th of December. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found it written in the Bible part two, so... It's, it's in a manger in Kenya, <laughs> three wise men and all that. The three former presidents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Clinton W and uh, HW. Oh, they bearing, had the older ones, the ones that gifts. were, that were ar- around or alive at that time when he was born. Yeah. They, they, were. they would be kids if they went to go visit his birth. They're a lot of, well, George H, father of W. Yeah, okay, he's maybe pretty, him. He's yeah. pretty old. He was probably there. Clinton, eh. So we'd have to say like Nixon, Ford. Nixon, Reagan, and uh, <laughs> Ford was there. Eisenhower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was there definitely. <laughs> uh, Ulysses S. Grant. Mm. Oh boy, um, but yeah, uh, definitely check out uh, Catnaps and Cognac. Um, I think they just did their tenth episode. Good for them. I wish I had it on my iPod yesterday when I went to work because I was bored out of my mind while I was working. Maybe um, we'll do uh, in the next episode. We'll do a sampling. Yeah, we'll we should get, probably do that. Since since they're so good to us, maybe we'll uh, we'll play a couple clips from we'll, their shows. We'll play some some catnaps. We'll, we'll and leave cognac out the roulette. yeah because we'll, they have a they do a drink at the end of every episode where they have a. They, they mix a drink. Right? Oh, really? There's a, there's a theme to each episode that oh, they have. So right. they have a, a, a drink. And, um, so like, miss what the last is the whole was. idea like you take a little nap and then you wake up and you pound <laughs> some liquor? <laughs> well, I that call, was a great nap. Let's get fucked. I, I call Ariel the, um, the nap ambassador because <laughs> she's always been a, a, a huge supporter of taking a nap. And she even posted a infographic about naps. So... <clears throat> So yeah, I think that's where the cat naps part comes in. And the cognac is they have a a drink, a special drink dedicated to that episode, and tell you how to make it, and probably what occasions you could drink um, that particular drink. So yeah. So yeah, definitely check it out. <laughs> what that drink? What kind of steak goes best with that drink? Uh, they talk cleansing about cleansing the, the palate and the all occasion that. of when to drink it. Mm. Um, and what was the last one? This would be good after a funeral. <laughs> this would be good at a wedding. <laughs> It's good while you're studying. For this a, this a really one's great test. while you're podcasting, or while you're taking a test and drink this drink. That's okay, pretty clever. I, I like that. That's that's pretty that's pretty cool. Yes, yeah, so check them out. They are our our sister podcast. They're also on Podbean. So catnapsandcognac.podbean.com. They're also on iTunes. Um, and we are Twitter uh, and Facebook. Our um our our we're we're the lost dial, but we're also um what did I call it? Straight straight jackets and rubber rooms or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's our, that's our fantastic. That's um, our other I, name. I think that's that's pretty much all that I have today. Um, yeah. I, Let me see. You can check your little um, book. I noticed you have a nice little hardcover mm, notebook too now. Well, because I keep using all of my real notepads uh, to write novels on, so oh, right. I got to use this little. How's that coming? Little dinky book. It's in still being trans. Uh, 
I, there's so transferred. many transferred and I'm, you know, very close to being done, but I've gone back and I've had, you know, I've decided to rewrite a couple parts and I'm adding new parts. And so it's, and I don't want to rush it at first. I was like, I just want to get it done. But now I'm like, I can't do it that way. I got to take my time. Hmm. You know, a lot of writers, they'll work on a book for 10 years. Not that I'm working on this one for 10 years, but I, I want it to be right before I actually release it. So I understand, but you know, I wait too long because people be waiting and then like they'll forget and be like, I don't want to read your silly book. <laughs> I was or maybe waiting. it might come out like really big and like we're waiting for the return of Outcast. So you know, <laughs> so we we shall see. I guess speaker box and the love below part two. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we shall see. Mm. I'm hoping this is the let's see correct video or not video audio file. Mm-hmm. Opening media. Oh, okay, it is. All right. This is our. This is our. Our new sayonara. Yeah. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I do what well, I can. Well, you know, thank you all for listening to episode 101 of the Lost Dial. Now you can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I just wanted to say that just because I could say the f word. <laughs> uh, well, I'm gonna rewind it yeah, anyway. Rewind. So we gotta. We gotta. Yeah, we. We're, we're st- I, I forgot the timing on this one. Yeah. We'll get it down packed, yeah. people. So yeah, remember if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. Bye bye. The Lost Dial is recorded at All Noise Radio Lounge at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Farmington, Connecticut. It is executive produced by Michael James Dupal and T. Sterling Watson. To hear more of our show, download at thelostdial.podbean.com. Subscribe on iTunes to get every new episode. Please rate us and leave us comments. To contact us, email us at thelostdial at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at thelostdial and find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the L D crew. You can also give us a call at 860-342-8423. The Lost Dial is part of the Indube Network and is a 3SFX production. Now, enjoy the music. Music